sugar in that. <laughs> 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 All right, oh, DeSantis is just the most lacking in charisma presidential candidate in our lifetime. Well, no, we did have Jeb. Yep. Please clap. But even Jeb, I think, was better than DeSantis. <laughs> I, he wasn't actively revolting. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't look DeSantis like. DeSantis so- is literally gross to watch. Yeah. And look at. Yeah. 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 And, um, yeah. What's the difference between watching and looking at? Well, uh, like, motion. Like, yeah. Right? Motion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You can look at it like a, like a pic, like a still picture of him and be like, oh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, um, torturer too, right? Like, yeah. 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 It's it, it's well, pretty wild that like all the liberals like desperately want Ron DeSantis to be the uh, presidential candidate, yeah, like, possibly yeah. president. When, like Joe Biden like succumbs like three months before the election finishes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. As, as, as if he's like the uh, what, what's the word, phrase we always use? Uh, harm reduction. He's the har- <laughs> yeah. Ron DeSantis is the harm reduction candidate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, fucking what Jack Smith's gonna fuck around and find out, and they're gonna usher in, um, yeah. The Floridian Reich that's gonna fucking <laughs> be the worst thing to ever happen. Oh my god. Every indictment, every, every indictment I get, I go up in the polls. Yeah. I need one more indictment to seal this election. I'm thinking and about he's gonna, And he's about to get it. Yeah. He, I'm gonna try out the Triumph Square bit, you know? <laughs> Goodbye, honey. In the Bye-bye. sequel, I actually do it. He's, he just said he was going to come back to Twitter, and he was like, "I know it's called X now, but I'm always going to call it Twitter." <laughs> nice. So is everybody else. Like, no, no one's going to call it the porno site. Like, yeah. it's not. No. <laughs> no I mean, it would be that. funnier to call it the porno site than to call it X. Yeah. It actually, you know, like once. Uh, uh, this company eventually goes into receivership whenever Elon gets bored with it or something. Uh, um, the the holding company that owns Pornhub should buy it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or just make the inevitable connection to like OnlyFans or something. It's just, you know. Right. Yeah. So all, all those thoughts can just like, I don't know, have a more seamless user experience, <laughs> like customer experience where like they just like tweet and then it just goes directly to their only fans account. <laughs> I love that. Well, like it, it, so I haven't really been following, but you know, the idea is that, uh, he wants to make it the everything app. He wants to yes. basically yeah. make it WeChat, but right. yeah, but exactly. For America. Yeah. Um, is there any progress on that? Like are people using X for payments or anything other than people are getting paid to post supposedly. What? Although, really? although yeah, I yeah. just saw Tim pool bitching about how he hasn't been paid for his posts. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, 10 it's literally dozens i think of, of people who like elon musk personally likes that are getting paid off it's once it's the 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 program is supposed to work such that once you get five million impressions like a tweet that gets a, a, a post that gets five million impressions will result in oh, some kind imp- of payment impressions, impressions. I, th- I thought you said it like it, there was a unit of like e-currency called prussians <laughs> that he was rolling out the, the, the doge coins you get paid in doge yeah, uh, whack. Uh, I, I mean, the only Elon news I want is uh, when he eventually gets his ass beat by Mark Zuckerberg. I, like that's like the only in thing. Rome I, or something. At his like, house or or the Coliseum. Yeah, I think they're. <laughs> yeah. they're I think they're literally, they they said they wanted to do it in Italy or and something. Elon said it was going to go to veterans, but also to like children's hospitals in Italy or something like that. And he was like, it will, it will honor the past and present of Italy. It was so fucking weird. And now he's saying that he needs some kind of surgery because his shoulder touches his rib cage. What? I, I don't know. He man. definitely has some weird gen, uh, physiology going on in there. Oh boy. He's um, built like a, he's built like a cult leader. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> the, the, the gnome inside my chest cavity that controls my body like a mech is, uh, uh, needs, needs some extra breathing room for this fight. Speaking uh, of weird ass billionaires. Yeah. Can I read this? This po- this thing from the New York Post. Sure, sure, yeah. I, I have no idea what this is, but it's probably going to be funny. <laughs> All right, the title is, I'm 45, a billionaire, obsessed with staying young and hard to date. Okay. This comes to us courtesy of the New York Post by Alexandra Klossner. His dating profile might say something like, proceed with caution. 
A billionaire whose interests once included using his teenage son as a plasma-donating blood boy in a bid to stay young forever hasn't had the easiest time finding love. Oh. Brian Johnson, 45, spends $2 million a year in an attempt to slow down his biological clock. It's worth noting that this man looks like he is 60 years old. So it's not working. He looks like it's a, not, he looks like a, working. he's juiced. Like he's yeah. definitely like, like buff, but he looks like a ghoul. Okay. So, so anyway. probably from stealing all of his son's blood. <laughs> and his that dad's just... blood too. He was taking, well, we'll get to what? that. What? You don't that, want to take your dad's why blood? Why would you want old blood? Anyway, that's probably why it didn't work. His commitment to his routine, which includes an 8.30 p.m. bedtime, eating 2,250 calories once a day between 6 a.m. and 11 a.m. That is such a huge meal. That's like a, like the Dwayne the Rock Johnson type meal. Yeah. Or uh, Chris Moondog Scully. and four to five hours of quote concentrated thought (laughs) (laughs) he's entering his mind palace for four to five hours a day four to five hours a day okay is he like playing sudoku or like no it's just concentrated thought oh really thinking he just closes his eyes and what focuses the beam thinks well this is, this is how every billionaire spends their day, a.k.a. not working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so his commitment to his routine hasn't made him the most available romantic partner. I'm single, the tech guru said on Seven Bartlett's Diary of a CEO podcast. In circumstances where I've tried to date, the first thing I do is give them a list of 10 things. Like, here's all the things you're going to hate about me. And all the things that are going to make me an impossible partner for you. It's a big deal, confessed Johnson, a native of Provo, Utah, who now lives... Provo, that's a fucking (laughs) terrible place. Who now lives in Venice, California. Uh, This is a picture of him and his blood boy son. Okay, that's what... What? That is... That's odd. So, part of his, um, you know, staying young forever is never going in the sun? He is... He's (laughs) glow-in-the-dark white. Yeah. Yeah. One thing his potential dates can be sure of is that he isn't trying to sleep with them. He prioritizes <laughs> shut-eye over a night of snuggling. Quote, wake wow. events are very costly. Once you get woken up, going back to sleep is very hard. So it's just extremely challenging when you've got to coordinate with another human, said Johnson, who also claims that he keeps track of how many erections he has throughout the night. Like with an app? Probably. I, like, al- I also call having sex wake events. <laughs> that is a normal thing to call it, sex. It, it, make, it makes it very sexy. Yeah. It's like, hey, babe, do you want to have a wake event? <laughs> no, I know I'm a you billionaire. Will, you will stay awake hey, girl, the entire hey. time. That is my guarantee to you. I can't guarantee anything else, but you will probably stay awake for the entire thing. <laughs> no, we all know these wake events are very expensive. But luckily, I am a billionaire. Mm. So... Um, you can, can afford them. <laughs> And as far as, like, how, what he uses to keep track of his erections, I have to imagine it has to be something way weirder than an app. It has to be, like... It's like a diary. It's got to yeah, be, but, like, but, a... Di- but, like but, a- but, but he's got to use, like, his son's blood in a pen or something. My guess? Right? Like, LIDAR. He's got, like, a LIDAR array <laughs> above his bed so that yeah. when he's, you know... Because he doesn't want to be, like, awoken. Right. He doesn't want to be disturbed. So it just, like, tracks the uh, tumescence of his member. <laughs> I mean, he's a tech billionaire, so it could be some kind of device that he puts on his penis, right? That then has a counter on it, and he just inspects it every morning to it's see, like, or whenever he wakes up. It's like it's some sort of like a uh, hacked Fitbit. His <laughs> <laughs> his profile is like, I may have the body of a fifty-three-year-old, but I have the penis of a twenty-three-year-old. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> it gets a little notification on his, uh, on his Apple Watch. Time to stand. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Time to stand erect. Yeah, yeah. Since sleep is so important to him, he'd prefer his potential mate sleep in a different room than him. I've built my life around sleep. That's the opposite of cultural norms. Most people will blow their bedtime if they want to go out with friends, he said. Yes, that's what most people do, definitely. It's like, well, I, I can only go out with my friends nocturnally. <laughs> uh, <laughs> While Johnson was once willing to sit down for a relaxing bit of wine, he later cut out drinking because he didn't want the calories. He also drank it in the morning with breakfast and isn't much of a conversationalist. My son and I have a protocol in the house where there's no exchange of like, good morning, how are you, Johnson said. Love to have a protocol with my family members (laughs) during my wake events. 
He doesn't really do small talk and would prefer not to talk at all during a several hour time slot allotted for concentrated thought, he said. I go to bed early, I wake up early, and I have these four or five hours of concentrated thought where I can think about these really big pictures and try to pull myself out of my situation and just be as sober as possible, he continued. Like, what if there was an Uh, app for dogs that they could use themselves by licking a light socket? We could measure their erections. Yeah, what if... It would be called Red Rocket. We'll call it Red Rocket. (laughs) (laughs) What if your insurance company had access to your toothpaste? (laughs) Or he's, like, thinking about, like, climate change, and he's like... I'm going to solve one of these days. Just need another four or five hours of concentrated thought. (laughs) I probe myself to deep levels. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) But you can get knocked off so fast. Someone saying, how are you? How was your sleep? Can knock me off. He added. I don't understand his use of knock me off. Um, Are these wake events? (laughs) (laughs) And then I need you guys to look at this picture. Uh, what is, are we looking at? Is that so his, like, this is, oh, this is them swapping This is him blood. and his yeah. son's arm with that, yeah. like, medical tape around their, um, weenuses. Yeah. Oh, yep, yep. And then a bunch of vials of blood next to them. Mm-hmm. Unrefrigerated, because if you refrigerate it, you lose all of the micronutrients. Yeah, you need that yeah. shit raw. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, unpasteurized blood. <laughs> yeah, the midichlorians are, are yeah. a lot healthier. Yeah. And while his lifestyle might be a tough pill to swallow for his romantic partner, he has no trouble swallowing pills himself. A whopping <laughs> 111 a day. What the fuck? Uh, this is like the, uh, what's the Whoa. guy that, uh, what, what's his name? The guy that invented, like, speech to text. Uh, uh, he also ate, like, a, a thousand pills a day or something. And he, he also wanted to extend life. Like, all these people are like this. They just... It's the only like, thing they're afraid of. Eat pills is all a the reckoning with their day. maker. Yeah, yeah, probably, I, probably for good reasons. Yeah, they should be. Yeah, his dating life before his new regimen wasn't Kurt's easy well, either. Ah. His former girlfriend, TV actress Taryn Southern, alleged in a lawsuit in 2021 that Johnson forced her to accept his philandering lifestyle and kicked her out of his house when she was diagnosed with cancer. Whoa. Their relationship ended in 2019. Johnson alleged Southern was trying to extort him. For, for cancer treatment? Like, what the, what's, the, um, what's the connection there? I don't know. So, so, he, so the billionaire had a... Uh, a girlfriend who contracted cancer while dating, and he's like, get out of here, honey. Like, I need to live forever. You're dead weight. That's extremely common, actually. The yeah, statistics that. show that men, when <laughs> what? that yeah. in heterosexual relationships, when the woman gets sick, the man is like, something like 10 times more likely to leave her, versus what? when the man gets sick, women are more likely to stay in the marriage. Wow. Yeah, my, yeah. These my, bros ain't loyal. These, these bros ain't loyal. My, my my dad's older brother uh, uh, left his uh, cancer-stricken wife for his secretary. Ugh. And then he became an evangelical Christian. <laughs> the Jew to evangelical Christian yeah. sleeping with your secretary pipeline. It's yeah. really sad. You hate yeah. to see it. And, and, oh, and, and, and if you're wondering, yes, he's rich. Yeah, oh, super rich. Yeah. And loves to talk about it. Yeah, what, one time at uh, my grandma's funeral, his mother's funeral... He, um, which he, uh, bought the dinner, the, like the, like the after service, yeah, the reception for, and the, 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 he printed out little little menus that said, his name is Merrill. I'm going to, I'm putting putting him on blast on my podcast. Uh, (laughs) That's what he gets. Merrill Banks reception for Dorothy Banks' memorial. No, it didn't have her name in it. Don't you remember? Oh yeah, it didn't have her name in it. It didn't have her name in it at all. His first wife died? It was was the Merrill Banks. This is when his mother died. My grandmother. It was the Merrill Banks Banks memorial reception dinner. Like he had died. Yeah. And wow. then, and then later he he like came up to me and, and he's like, David, come here. He puts his arm around me, and he is uh, shorter than me. I'm I'm three eleven. All right, <laughs> he's shorter than he, he, he's shorter than me, and he wears lifts, and he uh, and he like kind of uh, uh, walks me like towards the towards the exit, and we're so we're like outside, and, and he points at my at his car, which is of course like this like um mercedes uh uh um convertible okay and and he points to it and he goes 
there's something scraping on the bottom of the car. Could you get under there and look at that? This is at David a thinks they're about to have a heart-to-heart talk yeah. about something. I know something. I don't know. I've, I've barely talked to this guy. Uh, you know, because he's rich. Like I've never like had any yeah, sort. Doesn't of he have a robot butler for this? Talk, right. I know. Yeah, and, and and he's just like, could you like look at that? And I, I look at her. I go, no, and I just walk back inside. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, so just all rich people are the same and they 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 all deserve the wall yeah. is the yeah. i mean they yeah. certainly need to be like liberated from their own toxic wealth like this this guy's like literally going on a podcast and say you know saying things like you know most losers you know that are out there that don't have success like me you know they prioritize friendships over sleep what the fuck <laughs> they go out they go out and have a good time quote unquote yeah. good time like they're not sleeping in a hyperbolic time chamber <laughs> they're not they're, they're, they're not, not hyperbolic <laughs> time chamber <laughs> you know how many calories it takes to go out <laughs> they're not practicing vampirism like come on Look, look Look at the... Uh, they don't even have Blood Boy songs. Yeah. If your boys' group chat isn't talking about Blood Boys... <laughs> you need to find a new circle. Yeah, you need to find a new circle. Get out of that chat. The tech exec made his fortune in his 30s when he sold his online payment processing company, Braintree Payment Solutions, oh my to God. PayPal oh my for $800 God. million. Dollars. Of course, that's it. He had one one uh, <sighs> idea that 10 other people had. Yeah. And was in the right place, right time, became a billionaire, and now he just gets to be a freak. That's it. That's all. That's all all the billionaires are. Wow. Johnson, who wasn't always a health fanatic, suffered from depression, had a divorce, and left Mormonism. It wasn't until he... (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't until he experienced suicidal thoughts in 2020 that he decided to change his lifestyle, which he suspected contributed to his poor mental state. Another picture. So he is super buff, right? But he's buff in the way that a 60-year-old man is buff. Correct. Like, he looks old. Well, you know, like... Yeah. Not that I, there's anything wrong with that. I mean, but like it's just weird that he's obsessed with not aging and yet he looks 20 years older than he is. He got to it too late. Yeah. You know? Absolutely, like, yeah. Uh, but I think the the most fucked up thing is like that he has his own son giving up his precious bodily fluids so that he can like continue to like at least feel younger. Like that is like some anciently evil shit. Yeah. Like n- not allowing your own body's senescence but doing that like lift forcing your child to like create that physiological lift like like you give away your plasma you got to make more you know what i mean like that's like a a tax you know on the body yeah yeah. and it this is going in the opposite direction that nature intended you know like you're supposed to like the one of the things that that mothers will complain about when they're like nursing and stuff is that it's literally sucking your life force like you have to like eat extra food and you have to like suck the calcium out of your teeth yeah like Like, women lose their teeth when they have babies there was um a time i uh had a, a cat give birth and i watched the cat wean the babies and it was like a a a a stunted cat like it like you know it was a, a stray oh, it's terrible for cats to give birth and the i sh- like really i shit you not this cat had by the time she stopped weaning her uh her kittens her kittens were combined twice her mass twice her mass yeah. Yeah. she created all of that nutrient from her and gave it to these kittens that like you know took on like i said twice of her mass in the scope of maybe like four weeks the childbearing body is incredible yeah this is this is like the antithesis of that this is like i'm literally gonna suck the life force out of my like what only son so speaking of i hope so that's after his suicidal uh break he says that's when he started his strict anti-aging regimen project blueprint uh, one of the don't, facts, don't give your hobbies a title, especially not one that sounds like Project Blue Book. Yeah, yeah. or Bluebird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or Bluebird. Yeah. yeah. One of his hacks included swapping blood with his then seventeen-year-old son Talmage. 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 This is this is some old shit. And wow. you know, ta- it's is, dark. It's dark art. Yeah, yeah Talmage sure. is gonna fucking kill him if, if things like go <laughs> like the usual sort of like old school medieval dark arts yeah, way. Like the it's edible. So, it's not just, so yeah, it was right. with his then seventeen year old son and with his seventy year old father Richard. <sighs> However, he stopped the treatment after seeing no benefit from it. Good. Talmadge, uh, I, I need you, if you're listening, to um, Blink twice. <laughs> re- reject modernity, embrace <laughs> <Return>. tra- tradition. 
Johnson thinks his current biological age is 36. He has the skin of a 28-year-old. That could really go a couple of different ways. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And the lung capacity and fitness of an 18-year-old. He also predicts he'll live to 200 which could bring a new perspective to the phrase "till death do us part." I'm I'm getting 58. I'm I put my money down on 58 years old before this this guy's heart pops like a balloon. He does not look good. <laughs> he does not look well. Honestly, every 200 year old billionaire is a policy failure. <laughs> he looks like he has a portrait of Dorian Gray, yeah. but like instead they're swapping blood yeah. too much, and like he's just constantly like trying to offload his aging onto the portrait, but instead it's like backfiring. The portrait works as well as Twitter. You know, it's, it's just kind of like it just keeps fucking up. So is he like sticking needles in his his veins, or does he have any like no, he's cooler 150 pills a day? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, it, it, does he have any cooler like biomods, biohacks? Does he have like ports installed in his body that like not, allow that, him- not that the article? I mean, you just heard the article, so that's everything wow. I know is in there. But yeah, man, Talmage, yeah, poor Talmage, <laughs> you got some work to do, yeah. <laughs> This guy, I, I, honestly, you know, though, you know what you must do because he's a billionaire. He's just gonna die in a helicopter crash. Like that's what's gonna. Or happen. a zeppelin. Yeah. Or a zeppelin. Yeah. <laughs> or or a submarine. <laughs> you know? Or a submarine. You know, just like some sort of like stupid Zip form line. of transportation. Yeah. 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 Wow. This like money's so fucked up. <laughs> like money is just so fucked up. Did you hear about the uh, Floridian that just got their life ruined by winning like $1.35 billion no. or something like no. that? that will, uh, yeah. Floridians aren't supposed to have money. I, no one's supposed to have that much money. That, mu- <laughs> that much money like would destroy any of us. Uh-huh. Like, it, you know, I wouldn't wish a billion dollars on like my worst enemy. Like it really is just, there's no fucking way you can have a soul by holding that much of the species wealth away from the species like there's no fucking way i wouldn't want more than like 10 million i I feel like that'd be plenty for me honestly it's like i'd do a lot of redistribution i could live comfortably for the rest of my life without really having to work oh yeah and you know i could do a lot of good for my community 10 million that's all i need honestly i think 20 million should be should be the hard cap I oh think, God! I uh, think ten million should be the hard cap. Sure, yeah. three hundred thousand should be the cap. <laughs> sure, that, that that for adjusted uh, uh, inflation, that was the proposed cap on all salaries by FDR. So, but three hundred thousand dollars. After that, hundred percent tax period. Twenty million dollars of savings would get you three hundred thousand dollars of passive income in perpetuity. Yeah, which is like you know, hmm. you you Thank really God. if you have more money than that coming in every year like it's only going to ruin your life faster than yeah. anything else you know because like the thing is you don't you're not a fucking island like everybody around you is needing shit and yeah. everybody is going to see your sudden claim on like billions of people's productive surplus value as morally illegitimate and is going to like fucking hate you you can never be close to anyone when you have that kind of money because you can never know for sure that they are that that they actually care about you yeah like how can you ever care for anyone when you have that kind of money that's why all rich people should be forced forced inscription into reality tv shows (laughs) (laughs) if you just have that much money you have to be on a reality tv show yeah you don't have to do anything but someone with a video camera will follow you around all the time and a producer will tell you to do things well i I can see that or how about like um go the way of like highlander about it like Uh once you get a a billion um dollars you're there can only be one yeah you're just recognized to be like a total sociopath and you're like okay you you know what you got to do? You got to kill the other billionaires. Right. There can only be one. Yeah. And, and as people y- can steal your wealth by killing you. Exactly. You would right. be hunted constantly. Yeah, oh, exactly. That would rule. Yeah, that's a good one. I would hunt billionaires. If you were like a billionaire? The, the one single billionaire. Yeah. Like, um, but you, we'd have to do it like... Uh, Musk and uh, Zuck style. We have to have it like, you know, on Twitter... Or sure. X or Threads or whatever the fuck it's on. I'm not on any of that shit. But um, yeah, like we, I want, I want all of the uh, neuroses of the fellow billionaire hunters to be on full display. Yeah, in real time. Or, or, or like, like Judge Dredd style, like you get sent out into the wastelands <laughs> or something it's like you have to fight each other with a big book of laws so what's this fucker's name that named his brian kid? uh 
Maybe Skid Talmadge. <laughs> Brian Johnson. Oh, what? Brian Johnson? I know. Like, like what a normie name. You yeah. need a cool name. Like, well, first of all, like Talmadge. Or something like, you know, Branson McGillicuddy or something yeah. like that. You, you can't buy yourself a new name. Like, you're you're swapping blood with your son, but you're like, Brian with Johnson. The name Brian? Just gonna leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. Right, like, oh, yeah, Brian is the oldest person alive. Like, like <laughs> it's a guy named Brian. Like, come on. But, like, imagine having a, a midlife crisis, getting suicidal. At 100. Yeah. <laughs> And it's then, a like, yeah, like becoming like super suicidal, being like, "Oh my god, there's no fucking point to life," and then being like, "Wait, I could be the most crazy motherfucker on the planet. I could, I could, I could suck my my, my own son's life force. I could eat 111 pills a day and be like weirdly jacked, but still really unattractive. Like, I could dedicate my entire life to just like <laughs> myopically pursuing." more life for the purpose of pursuing more life so you can sleep (laughs) and and then get on and then get on bumble and be like why doesn't anyone like me (laughs) i'm horrible why can't i get dates yeah like i don't like if i was in that situation be like okay i have infinite money Model trains. I'm just gonna make a big yeah, model yeah. train. Oh god, yeah, yeah. Our basement. First you, we would finish the basement, yeah. then we would have model trains. Oh, yeah. You, you no, have, I'd buy a second, third, and fifth house and just fill it with model trains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Like I, I would fucking do, veto from the Sopranos yeah, over here. That's it. That's it. That's that's fine. <laughs> who, who's that like um Be normal. Uh like youtuber tiktok star that's just really into train spotting yeah and he oh, has yeah, like the the, the gopro like uh, up in, yeah. Yeah, yeah up in like fish eyeing his own face when he like sees you know yeah. a locomotive go that's by that's a normal thing to do with your free time i hope that's i fun. hope money doesn't ruin him yeah I, I saw he got a deal with gucci like Uh-oh. you know what yeah to do what? Uh, just to be an influencer, to look at like trains, with, yeah, wearing Gucci. I well, guess he went to like a Gucci like uh, you know fashion show, and he like reviewed it on uh-huh. his 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 channel with like the same like um, yeah. up close like fisheye like uh, ca- <laughs> camera or whatever. He's just like marvelous, marvelous Gucci, so good, you know. And like it's yeah. funny also because he like he's not a bad looking guy. Oh, he's wicked handsome. Yeah, yeah wicked handsome. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, uh, I, yeah, I don't, I would want to just like do, there's like this, uh, Instagram account that I follow where it's model trains with cats and like the cats just like slap the train. Or they like <laughs> lay on close. the tracks yeah, in front they, of the train. Yeah, and then get mad at the train. Just, and I like, why don't you just do that? Like, why are you stealing your son's blood? Why yeah. are you stealing Talmadge's blood? Yeah. When you could be. Like playing with cats in a mo- in a big model train. Yeah, I'll show you how to use DaVinci Resolve. You don't even need to buy it, and you could put together like a video compilation of like cat smacking trains yeah. to smack that. Yeah, you know, like smack that down on the floor, smack that, and then every time it says smack that, you could have like a train getting derailed by a cat. Yeah, it's like four it, times its size. You, you could you could pay like Beyonce or something to make a song about it. <laughs> like, yeah. No, wait, Doge Cat. Doge, oh yeah, get yeah. Doge cat obviously Doge yeah, Cat. Yeah, yeah. Doge yeah. Cat. Yeah, yeah, would do a really good job. Yeah, I would, and that like, like I, there's so many better things to do. That's the thing that just drives me so fucking nuts with all these billionaires is that they have no imagination whatsoever. Which is how you become a billionaire in the first place. Oh, I want to go to space. Yeah, loser. Yeah, fucking <laughs> Come on. loser. Loser shit. <laughs> Speaking of things I saw on Twitter.com, um, this is from Jason Steen. I really find this stat hard to believe. Just exported my DoorDash data to confirm, and I spent $25,000 last year just on that. How is anyone living on forty k a year? Well, what? by not spending $25,000 on DoorDash, for one. Well, how, where, what? where did that number, 40000 a year? I, how would you live on $200,000 a year if you're spending $25,000 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, do you guys want to guess yeah. the most... Purchased restaurant. Buca de Pepe. No. Um, Olive Garden. Close. Red Lobster. Chili's, Five guys. Baby <laughs> back ribs. Barbecue sauce. So it goes Chili's, Chick-fil-A, El Bracero. I don't know what that is. You're never going to guess number four. If I gave you a thousand guesses, you wouldn't guess number four. Uh, Krispy Kreme. Close. That's, that's further down the, down oh. the list. 
Hooters. Hooters. <laughs> Who is ordering Hooters on gro- on on DoorDash? <laughs> that means he actually likes the food. <laughs> yeah, he's re- he's really in it for the wings. For the titties. That's the titties. It's for the food. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that like an office joke? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, uh, no, I, I only like Hooters for the wings. It's only for the wing. <laughs> I don't even go there. I have someone deliver it to me. It's it's some guy named Amal. You know what I'm saying? Then there's Applebee's, Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers. And I should say, what? like, the Chili's is $3,000. Chick-fil-A $3, is $2,000. Hooters is $1,500. Then there's Chick-fil-A again, because the first Chick-fil-A is, like, spelled weird. Sorry, I miss it. Who who the fuck is ordering this much Grubhub? This what? guy named Jason Steen. Okay. Who, let's see. Uh, he's the editor of Ready for Freddy and Scoop Nash. I, these are made up businesses. Hashtag unapologetic. Hashtag Nashville, Tennessee. Hashtag heart transplant. Yeah. Yeah, that, that'd do That's, it. Yeah, with all I'd, the chilies. Yeah. Um, there's, there's Applebee's again. Like some of these are repeats, which means that he spent like $2,000 at Applebee's. That's a lot of apples and peas. I, I, I'm, I'm flummoxed. (laughs) There's a lot of restaurants in Nashville. Holy shit. Flummoxed and flabbergasted. Well, maybe he travels. Was this all, was this all personal consumption or was he like buying meals for like, you know, teams? Yeah, I know. You know what I know. I don't understand. <laughs> like you, you can order food in, and there are just like restaurants all around you, and you're like Applebee's. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> what? <laughs> you want someone in another building to steam a steak <laughs> and put it in their Kia Sorento and bring it to your building? Like, what is that? It's That's a, not an economy. That's certainly not a society. It, it's <laughs> got to be. It's got to be for the blooming onion. I mean, like, what? That's I, Outback Steakhouse, which isn't even on the list. Oh man, I'm clearly showing my ass and not knowing how to find dining. And- Get, you're kicked off the podcast. Bro. No. Oh, I, but they have the Awesome Blossom. Yeah, that's what well, it is. That's oh, what it's, it, it's, it's the, the same it's thing. The same. But it's okay. called an Awesome right, Blossom. Right, yeah, right, yeah, cool. yeah. Yeah. Or it's like what the like I. It's not the fajitas. You can't get... <laughs> like, you're not getting fajitas to go... Like, yeah, they don't even squirt the water on the really yeah. hot thing. So yeah. It looks like it's sizzling. Yeah. Everything's gonna be all wet and droopy if you get it oh, delivered. God. Please I, <laughs> Is it the ribs? Do you get ribs? Do you get the baby back ribs? Those things are disgusting, sauce. too. Baby what? back ribs are fucking gross. Oh, the barbecue sauce. What, what, what do you got against them? Are you, just, just the texture is like disgusting. You're not you're not big into pork though, right? Um, I mean, I like some. Yeah, I like some pork. I like ribs, but like baby, but like the baby back ribs at Chili's, the texture of them is just like wrong. It's just incorrect. Should have let those ribs grow up. Yeah, I I I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would eat a shit ton of uh, baby back ribs when I was a carny. I was, I was working uh, as the geek. I ate my, my, my body weight in ribs <laughs> and they would just like spit the bones at, at, at people looking by and they'd give me $5. Yeah, oh, no, um, <laughs> no, we, we would frequently, um, the caterer for like the company picnic that was at the same event would, uh, frequently be Bobby Rubino's from out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida, which is owned by the, um, uh, 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 the Castellano family, like the uh, like the mob, like there. So Paul Castellano's three sons, uh, Paul, John, and Ringo, or something. I don't remember <laughs> this, the third guy's name. Uh, w- ran a catering business that was b- called Bobby Rubino's, which I guess because they didn't want to call it the Castellano <laughs> restaurant or something. And yeah, and it was and it was just these mob kids, like these kids of a mobster, like cooking ribs and they did it they made a, a not a pretty uh good uh baby back rib hmm. hell yeah not gonna lie. all right didn't spend 25 fucking thousand dollars <laughs> on it and, and so uh sorry i missed in the beginning like this guy was was like making fun of the poor online he wasn't making fun of them he was just saying because he he's quote tweeting something that says more than half of nashville workers make less than 40k mm-hmm 
More than half of their pre-tax earnings go toward housing with median rents at $1,800 for a one-bedroom apartment. So he quote tweets that and says, I really find this stat hard to believe. Just exported my DoorDash data to confirm, and I spent twenty-five dollars last year just on that. How is anyone living on forty k a year? To which somebody replies, obviously with the drill tweet, data, yeah, right, $150, yeah. rent, $800, DoorDash, $3,600, utility, $150. Someone who is good at the economy, please help me budget this. <laughs> Yeah, that that yeah, it's that is just everything is a drill tweet. Yeah, Yeah. that's I don't man, fuck that. Uh, you guys want to talk about bosses um living with regret? Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah. So this comes from CNBC. Eighty percent of bosses say they regret earlier return to office plans. A lot of executives have egg on their faces. End quote. (laughs) I've already forwarded this story to the labor management team that's meeting on the 21st, you know, from my, my university. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I already sent that over. Wow. And the reason is because they've just had massive turnover because yeah. a lot of people are refusing to return to work. It's a tight labor market. People can find jobs elsewhere. A lot of times they can find better paying jobs elsewhere because now, you know, oftentimes when you look for a new job, you can leverage your existing salary for a higher one. So... Not only are you pushing out employees, one company said that a way that they dealt with the, um, cause like a lot of these bosses didn't even survey their employees to find out why they don't want to return to the office. And there are some very basic reasons why people don't want to return to the office, like trying to find child, well, like trying to find child <laughs> yeah, care yeah, yeah, yeah. or like the cost of commuting. So like this one company said that they were able to mitigate turnover by offering their employees an $800 bonus for return to work that was meant to offset the cost. Now, $800 is not going to offset the cost of child care. It may offset the cost of commuting for a year. But in any event, $800 is more than, fuck you, come back to work. <laughs> right, yeah. Butts in seats. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and in that same article, it, it mentions the fact that, I, I still really, it's just like the logic, I think they just call it the logic of sunk costs, which is that, like, all of these companies spent, like, $16,000 a month on office real estate. Real estate. Uh, yeah, yeah, real estate. And they're like, we're going to fucking use this. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Which I don't understand. Like, I think WeWork went bankrupt this week. Oh, yeah. Again? Yeah. Uh, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, or they're about to yeah. be. Like, uh, they basically went from being valued, I think it's something insane, like $64 billion to like zero. Yeah, right. Uh, because nobody is buying their shitty co-working, people like, want to work at investments. Home. Yeah. yeah. Like, most people, if they aren't forced to work in the office, they're going to work at home where they can make their own lunch, where they can take a shit whenever they want to, you know, without using, like, single-ply toilet paper. Yeah. Like, people are just happier in the comfort of their own homes, not having to commute, being with their pets. Like, it's just, it's obvious. You can wake up later. You can wake up later. Like, especially can... in New York City or something where you're spending like an hour and a half on the train or something. Like that's an hour and a half sleeping. You aren't or, having to or meal... transfusing your blood with your son. <laughs> <laughs> like you can do all sorts of stuff. You aren't having to home. meal prep so that you're eating yeah. five day old chicken by Friday. Like yeah, you know, wait, it's just Just wait wait fewer wake events. You know? <laughs> way fewer wake events. Yeah. Or more wake events if that's what you're into, you know. Well... <laughs> hubba, hubba. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it does say, I saw another article the other day that was something like, uh, what are people doing at home? And it was like, you know, eating, sleeping, and fucking, um, yeah. while they're, while they work from home. Well, human animals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are little animals, aren't we? Yep. Little beasties. Yeah. I, I, I it's, I, I, here's a, just another one of those instances of like billionaires not being creative is like, okay, so now you have this thing that you're spending $16,000 a month on that's empty, right? Why are you just focusing on taking your existing, uh, like, workforce and just, like, making them sit there when you could use it for something else that makes even more money? Or yeah. stop paying for it. Yeah, or yeah, or just... Just stop paying for yeah, the real estate. Just break your contract. <laughs> also, there's, like, a lot of cheap perks that you could, you know, entice uh, workers from home to come back to the office with. Like, what if there was, like, an axe-throwing bar... Uh, next to the coffee machine right Ooh, like, i like yeah, that yeah. you know or um i don't know like uh you could have an oculus you could have digital putt-putt tournaments mm-hmm. you know uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah juice bar juice bar <laughs> juice bar yeah or bar, how bar. about this hire somebody to provide child care for your employees that would be really efficient like imagine that like imagine, in-house child care yeah yeah, yeah. Like you, you could probably do a damn good job because <laughs> you know you'd have like the uh, the the 
the stakeholders uh, literally like invested in the success of the program, you know? Yeah. Well, and check out our episodes with Ashley, but like, you know, for working people, finding childcare is an absolute nightmare. Mm-hmm. That would be a huge perk for employee, for employees looking for either looking for new work or deciding whether or not they're willing to return to the office. Mm-hmm. And it would not cost employers that much money. You need what, one or two people to handle childcare for if you have, you know, let's say you have 10 employees that are interested in taking, taking you up on that service. Mm-hmm. Like it mm-hmm. wouldn't be, it would probably be less than paying everybody $800. And you could also use the, those children as focus groups. You know, you could, yeah. you could uh, put like the little um, uh, buttons that the dogs have for like, you know, even if they're pre-verbal kids right. sure. and you know, you like could, bunny, yeah. yeah, you could train them in utilizing chat GPT for the, um, the corporation's advantage. Are we writing right? these down? <laughs> honestly. Just like set two different kinds of emails in front of them. Like which one would you open? Yeah. Talmage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you could do the corporate non-sexual version of like grooming. You know, right. like interns. Yeah. Like, think yeah. think um, unpaid intern. Um, that, that is kind of like grooming, isn't it? Yeah. Internships. Yeah. 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 Brand loyalty, I call it. <laughs> it's not grooming. It's brand loyalty to my personal brand. Get them while they're young. Get them while they're young. Uh, so I don't know if you guys have been following this at all, but like education is fucked it's been fucked for a very long time uh thanks obama thanks bush uh no child left behind race race to the top uh I. race e. to the bottom yeah i.e pearson um federal subsidy program uh and gutting the um the uh, one of the only remaining popular um uh like uh pro- public assets that everybody has access to uh yeah the public education has been like cut off at the knees for decades. Yep. And now, um, basically, with ChatGPT and stuff, they're having to redo everything about primary, like, especially English language arts education. Like, they're going back to, like, blue books and shit, um, because anything connected to a computer, like, kids could just use ChatGPT to, yeah. um, like, write essays, uh, summarize articles, answer, and, like, you know, th- I was listening to an interview with like um, the, one of the CEO or founder of uh, Stability AI, which makes like stable diffusion, which is, in my opinion, like above and far, far above and far away the best um, and most sophisticated like AI application I've ever seen. Like the one that does the image generation, mm-hmm. and it's crazy. It's absolutely insane how good and fast this program works. It's got fingers down. Um, yeah. Yeah, and like getting better and better. The hands at, are getting better. I've I've noticed. Yeah, it's it's just insanely uh, improving. And he's saying, you know, like yeah, just education has to change because, like, you know, basically get good is what he said to the educators. Like, don't make them uh, write dumbass articles or essays if it's easy for a chat GPT thing to do that. But it's not. I mean, a good educator can read a chat GPT essay and know immediately that it's not written by a student yeah i can, I can catch like they have yeah? made yeah. up they have made up sources in them they have like sources that are just like not real sources yeah I that heard, are I not heard. real articles written by real people i, I, I caught one last semester it's oh not, yeah it's not hard no interesting all if right you, well, if you're I'm assigning not... the right kind of assignment mm-hmm. assignment that actually requires students to like synthesize other people's thoughts which is the heart and soul of like any kind of humanities-based education is synthesizing new thought from other thoughts like, ChatGPT is not good at that. If you were to say, you know, uh, like, give it a give it a basic prompt of the of the nature that your professor is giving you, it's not going to be able to find real sources, synthesize those sources into a new coherent thought that is like an argument that's based in lectures. Mm. It's just not going to be able to do that. Or at least it doesn't do it now. Yeah. I, I think that the assumption is that this tech is going to rapidly develop to the point where it won't be easy for David Banks to catch it. Possible. But I don't know. Um, but it's just, it, it's just very interesting because like between that and just like the reports from primary school educators that are talking about um, both how poorly children are doing on like this, you know, for-profit uh, test-based education, like rubrics, like the tests themselves are, uh, you know, the scores are going way down because of COVID. Uh, there's also a huge problem with um, uh, truancy, which is to say that like ever since COVID, uh, regular attendance in public schools has just like plummeted. 
in terms of percentage. And like, there's a lot of both parents and teachers sort of uh, similar to the work from home thing with the, the, um, the offices and stuff. It's just being like, yeah, I, this, like the idea of like being there 95% of the time, it's like, no. Attendance is just not important. Yeah. That's essentially what they're saying. They've done lots of studies that show that there's no real correlation between academic performance and attendance. Well, I think that the, primary thing you get in a public education is socialization, socialization which yeah, is like they need to so so you, the kids need to go somewhere outside of a house like, yeah but unless you're yeah. staying home every single day you're still socializing even if you were to only go to school three days a week you're getting lots of socialization yeah maybe. and also you can get plenty of socialization not in school like there's sports there's extracurriculars there's all there's you know kids in your neighborhood like there's all kinds of ways to get socialization outside of school yeah, I just, I think that it, it's not as ready made, certainly, as school is, but like, you know, watching children in and around my life, like grow up and stuff, it's just becoming really obvious to me that they're just growing up into a world that's like not recognizable at all by yeah. myself. Like the, yeah. the norms that they're exposed to and like this, what was expected out of them. And then to say nothing I think about true of every generation, though. Sure. But like, especially climatically and like, um, biodiversity wise, et cetera, like they are going going to be coming into a world radically different mm-hmm. like sure, yeah, and you yeah. know like you know if a kid was born today by the time they were what uh 73 it would be or, or sorry 77 they it would be 2100 and like what the fuck is the world gonna look like in 2100 like will there fires probably will there be life in the oceans like that's that's yeah. honestly i i think science may have that as a settled question in the negative but like as far as I'm concerned, like, that's, like, anyone's guess. Like, holy shit. But the shit. fact is, whatever that world looks like, how likely is it that there being life in the oceans is going to have any bearing on their day-to-day life? Well... If there was no life in the oceans right now, how much would it affect you? I think a lot. I think a lot. I think that you'd have a lot less oxygen. You'd have a lot more, well, assu- like, No, assuming that we come up with ways to deal with, like, the... the like the climate climate based ways that that's going to affect us. Because if we don't, then there will be no life. So that's really a moot point. Yeah, yeah. My point is that, like, that's that's the the apparent direction. I'm just saying, if they're alive, <laughs> yeah, like, then we have figured out a way to deal with that problem. Yeah, by living underground. It's just like there's more oxygen underground. It just it's totally fucking wild. Like, I just I've been thinking just about kids lately, and just like, holy shit! Like, I feel so bad for like the the current like birthed generation and like what they're going to have to experience and like how wild everything's going to be. Yeah. Couldn't like, be me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fellas ready for a wildflower? Oh, am yes. I? India succeeds in reducing emissions rate by 33% over 14 years. Damn. Well ahead of its goals based on the convention on climate, the United Nations convention on climate change. Um, Damn. So it's set to reduce emissions levels by 45% by 2030. But so it's ahead of what it was uh, ahead of its targets. So that's pretty neat. And it's done it mostly by um, obviously shifting a lot of their energy use to renewables and nuclear has been a big part of it as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And increasing its forest cover by uh, substantially. (laughs) Okay, uh, as of 2019, forests and trees covered 24.56% of India. So that's pretty neat. And so as of now, 25% of India's total power generation is not based in um, fossil fuels and coal. Hmm. So they are still using a lot of coal. Fair enough. So it's mostly based in hydro, uh, nuclear power, and other renewables like solar and wind. I I imagine a lot of it is also uh, removing... um, coal stoves like from homes and like oh, I'm sure that's helping, and, yeah. and uh, uh industrializing and, and modernizing uh homes because a lot of people in india still cook on like a wood or a coal-fired stove and and getting rid of all all, all that you know like a billion of those it certainly make a dent yeah yeah and um shout out to our um a friend of the pod indy uh from sri lanka who's covered uh that sri lanka unfortunately hasn't had that type of success because they get basically got like put in a hard place where they had to use even more um fossil fuels than uh they were using previously yeah fuck. well yeah but you know the, the, but i gotta say like this is huge. This is um, about to be, I think, in the next couple of years, the most populous country in the world. I think they already 
past China, actually. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah and it's the biggest pop- populous country. Yeah. And that's incredible. So the idea that the most populous country in the world can reduce their emissions by this much in such a short period when they actually like try. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it. Hey, that's pretty fucking cool. You know, like that's a model that the rest of the industrialized world could definitely follow. And How do you feel about the fact that they're doing it with nuclear, though? Um, I mean, it's definitely better than putting more carbon into the atmosphere. I mean, like, okay. I, I, I mean, my, my stance on nuke is pretty anti still. Um, but I think that compared to offshore drilling and compared to like new fossil fuel infrastructure and compared to all that other stuff, it's like better, like on the whole. Um, my big problem with, uh, nuke is that, um, I don't think civilization is likely going to uh, maintain a lot of uh, critical uptime in the next hundred years. Like, I think there's going to be a lot of uh, increasing disasters that are going to render a lot of uh, things, whether they be like, you know, the war, say, in Ukraine, like, you know, that's managed to miss blowing up a nuclear reactor like cl- couple so close, far yeah, yeah. Like, a couple of close calls um and you know like tsunamis and earthquakes and wildfires and all that shit is just like more and more and more um i mean not to like you know put too much of a wet blanket on our wildflower but like the shit in maui was apocalyptic like did you guys see any footage of that Oh, yeah. It happened so fast. It happened so fast. I and know. there was this, um, per, like... There's upwards of, like, 80 people that have died so far. It's probably going to be, like, hundreds. Yeah. yeah, probably hundreds. Um, And it's really, really sad. Uh, And the fact that it just came so quickly. Like, it, you know, like, they, they didn't even have opportunity to warn some people. Because, like, the state firefighting, like, efforts were already going on separate fires than the one that became the worst and the fastest moving. Um, and, yeah, like... I the was alert system failed. Yeah. They weren't able to evacuate in time. Yeah. You know, it was really bad. I mean, it happened in the scope of, like, hours. Like, just this, you know, crazy windstorm came through and the conditions were, like, just right. And, like, all of a sudden, you know, you'll see photos. It's, like, on one side of the street, the houses are basically fine. The other house, they're ash. Yeah. And there was, like, this tourist that was talking about um, how his family had to abandon their car and dive into the ocean and that like the car exploded and all these other cars exploded and they're just like you know 20 feet offshore just watching like this paradise turn to like literal hell on earth in the scope of like 30 minutes and they're like what the fuck (laughs) worst natural disaster states ever uh faced yeah um and it 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 was like a day event it just like came and went and like I, I don't know. It's just absolutely crazy. But um, way to go, India. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, like... <laughs> and they did it with a fascist in power, so, like... <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to take away from that, yeah, you know? Yeah. I, mean, well, uh, it, uh, I mean, that, you know, like, even if, you know... Eco-fascism? Even no. if you're fascism? Even no. if you have a fascist in power, that doesn't mean you can't meet your climate goals. Yeah. yeah. I think that the thing I'm taking away from it is, um, if you're about it, if you get after it, uh, things can happen. Rise and grind. Yeah. <laughs> Go to bed at 8.30. You can make it happen. No wake events. <laughs> Wake events do uh, increase fossil fuel consumption, I would say. Yeah. You know, this, this whole, all the lights that you need to have on. Yeah. This whole wake event, mind virus. <laughs> uh, it's the scourge of civilization. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Iron Weeds. Hope you enjoyed it. We're back, baby. We're, yeah, we're not we're going here. anywhere for a while. Yeah. Hopefully. yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Yeah. And we're about to record an episode. It's going to be on uh, disability insurance. And, um, how the whole system is uh, really fucked up. So if you want to hear about that, you can head over to patreon.com slash ironweeds. And uh, for as little as a dollar a month, you can listen to that kind of content. Absolutely. There's no uplifting news on the bonus feed for the <laughs> <No>. most part. <laughs> we'll make some jokes, I'm sure. We'll make a few jokes. Yeah. All right. And in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter. Ironweedspod. And on Instagram. Ironweedspod. And you can send us an email, why don't you, at ironweedspod. At gmail.com. Thank you so much. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Peace.